Lime, duh. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Let's do it again, baby. Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians uh, dissect the wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Black, a.k.a. Donsky, Black Amora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Wrestling. Newman can't clap because he's holding a cat, a.k.a. Danny Capri from the time I went to Italy. Okay. <laughs> uh, coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, yeah, gabba, gabba, yeah, gabba, yeah, gabba, yeah. Gabba, this gabba, girl, gabba, she's mine. And um, 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 damn, she's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action. For your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, muy caliente wrestling reactions. Woo! Hey, look. Before we get into it, let you know that the cash-ins are back. You can get your opinion on this show. You just leave us a voicemail at 316-530-2429-316-530-2429. Blow my mind. Gabba. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, gay. Gabba, gabba. Yeah. All right. Um, by the way, if you listen to this podcast every week, you should be supporting this podcast over at Patreon.com. Please, Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. This pod is grassroots. We appreciate you uh, kicking in. But we're not asking for handouts. we got tons of bonus episodes. Some of them are on the main feed, including, I don't know, my uh, interview with David Arquette. Ever heard of him? Former WCW champion. Check that out from two weeks ago. Uh, Nick Weiger from the Doughboys, that's on the main app. Plus, every single Friday morning, we do an AEW NXT-centric episode. Uh, that'll be coming out Friday morning with Nick Tulo, the Supermark. Uh, so th that's over on the Patreon. Plus, uh, every, t basically, Monday night, Tuesday morning, uh, ex exception of pay-per-view weeks, where it comes out later in the week, we have the Cow Movie Club, where we watch movies with pro wrestlers in them. Uh, and this week, we watched an absolute piece of shit movie called River of Darkness. It's on Amazon Prime. All the movies we choose, by the way, are on major streaming services, uh, so you don't have to shell out extra cash. Your cash could just go to the Patreon. Uh, and we watched this movie, River of Darkness, starring Kurt Angle, Kevin Nash, Psycho Sid, and Clay Sure. Uh, <laughs> guys... I wouldn't want to watch those guys wrestle, <laughs> let alone be in a movie. <laughs> You, oh man, check that out. Also, check out my other podcast if you're if you're a news junkie like I am. Check out the Dan Black Attack podcast. Uh, Dan Black Attack podcast. We're talking about the news on uh, the regular guy news. We break down this week. We talk a lot about uh, climate change. Uh, what and and not in a pretentious way. Just like you know, what the fu is it? Like my question was, is it too late? Like, is it really help if I 
don't drink out of plastic, you know, and uh, check it out. The answer is actually yes, which was cool. Uh, it's not too late, and uh, there's things we could do, and actually, we, we don't really know if it's too late, but it's not too late to try. All right, check that out on Damn Black Attack Podcast. Anyway, you can hear I'm rushing. I'm going fast today. Um, it's because, well, uh, he, like, he's here. Let me introduce uh, the nasty one. It's me, one-on-one, kicking it old school with the nasty one. He's a nasty, nasty boy, representing the Flyers, if you see this on the Zoom call. Nasty Newmanhagen. This is my how about it island. And when <laughs> you have this much power, you just show up, how about it? And leave. <laughs> Show up. Oh, 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 and he signed off that Newman is gone. <laughs> uh, but if you hear that I'm rushing this episode, it's because I got a lot to talk about. And we're only yeah. going to be covering on this podcast main roster, Raw SmackDown Wrestling. All AEW, NXT-centric talk will be on the uh, bonus episode on Friday. Woo. Ooh, what flavor? Lime. Duh. Having a little lime. The Crow never hurt. No, boy. Um, we're going to be doing that, but, uh, because fucking Christ, man, I say it to Newman before we started raw and SmackDown this week. We're both killer. I, I think this episode, I'm going to name this episode return of the main roster. Um, <laughs> listen, I'll be honest. I don't think this is any kind of, uh, anything to be ashamed of. There are segments that I fast forward on wrestling or matches I don't care about. I fast forward, especially with the quantity of wrestling I watched this week. Raw and SmackDown this week, first off, I couldn't fast forward if I wanted to. Every segment had a stakes, felt like it mattered. Um, plus, the show is corrected. The, the shows have corrected my major notes for it over the past few months. Sometimes I feel like... I'm yelling into a vacuum of like, why do I care so much about pro wrestling? Why do I expect so much from it? But I always think in the back of my mind that like this show could be way better. It can be, it can rival other TV shows. And I feel like this week it did that for me. I felt like this, this Raw and SmackDown this week were on the level of other programs I watch. That's all I felt. Um, they uh, have addressed directly the structure, the structural issues by adding Adam Pierce. So there is a voice of the corporate office. So if you have groups like Retribution and uh, uh, and even wrestlers calling out management, you have that. If you have Shane running underground, well, you need something normal. You need a normal structure to be to, for that to actually be a rebel force, you know. Uh, and so cool, we're seeing someone from the office stepping in in some kind of GM style role that helps they're talking about money they're giving these wrestlers motivation they're treating it like they work for WWE. that's their job and they're getting paid I, i'm just rattling this stuff off we could break it down even more but like they keep constantly mentioning like uh ziggler was announcing and he was saying oh cedric uh, alexander was like hey i come to this job and i'm losing how do i go back to my family when i'm losing and you're like Oh, that makes sense why he would join the Hurt Business. We have stables, yeah. like the Hurt Business, which have structure. They have a, someone at the top of it. His motivation, clearly money. Money has to be a major motivation in wrestling. I say it every time. It has to be because that's why they do this. That's why they would fight, right? You know, they can't, they're mm-hmm. not fighting for their health. Uh, if right. we're thinking or that. some, like, Joseph Campbell fucking, like, hero's, like, quest to, like, be some honorable person or, you know, it has to be money. And they have to all be fighting for money as the base reality so that when somebody is doing that, someone is fighting for something more than money. Like Stone Cold is fighting against the establishment. Uh, In kayfabe, Stone Cold wasn't getting paid. 
when he would right. show up and he was fired. He would show up and beat up McMahon. So in kayfabe, he wasn't even an employee of this company. He was breaking in. You know, you if you're not if you don't know what the employment status is of these guys, right? You don't have any base reality. You can't rebel. You can't, right? So now right. that wrestling is these shows, and you can tell all it is is they're starting to care more. They're putting effort in. You know, but every wrestler, I feel like all the wrestlers have like even non-title picture stuff felt like you cared about it. And we'll get more into the specifics here, but I just wanted to give it all this overall like. Very exciting. If you, I expect more people to listen to this episode. I expect more people to be getting back into wrestling because of the buzz of stuff that happened here. Not to mention there was some sloppy stuff. We'll talk about that Mickey James finish. Um, but like even a moment where like Sarah Schneider, I, I think that's her name, the announcer, right? Uh, she, yeah. she, 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 the woman who's like the old Renee role or whatever. She was like she. Her question to to Kevin Owens was, "Why does Aleister Black have a problem with you?" And he was like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm fine with that. If they don't, if you acknowledge that you don't know, right? Like right. just acknowledging that it's like, we don't know what he's up to means that you care about motivations of wrestlers that like there is some kind of structure backstage where it's like, hey, normally we all just get paid to have matches and we care about our win-loss record. We're trying to be champion because there's more money. But all of a sudden, Aleister Black's acting different, you know? Right. <laughs> um, and... Kudos to WWE for you know getting back on track. Um, I feel like everyone is shining, and this was the most shit on both shows, Raw and SmackDown, that I've cared about in a long time. So uh, I don't know, Newman. I'll let I said a lot. I'll let you uh, respond to anything I said there. Uh, we'll get into the, all these specifics as we go on. Yeah, I mean, just to kind of speak to the overall like experience now. Like, I feel like we're getting spoiled by. Uh, sort of the quality, right? And I'm like always waiting for the other shoe to drop for them just to kind of go back to their old ways. But um, the like, if you told me last year this time that I would be really into a stable led by uh, MVP right. with Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, I probably would have been like, eh, I don't know if I could see that. Yeah, now they mentioned they also have a feud. Uh, uh, they also have merch that I feel like is definitely viable merch right sure, and, yeah. uh, and a catchphrase that's cool like yeah. i'm in <laughs> yeah like not to and, and like not to like uh go too far ahead or anything but like the minute that like i was already on board for her business uh, now especially cedric just works but like right. when they came down the ramp at the end of raw with retribution i was like this works yeah this fucking that, works dude it totally works they established it earlier in the show it was a fluid uh sensical show not to mention Every single week, if if you if you ran this podcast, you would see how you start seeing the 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 skeleton of these raw SmackDown shows because I actually like take notes. You know what I mean? Right. So week to week, I'm able to just be like, all right, here's a segment, here's a segment, and they're all in a vacuum. Like it's like here's right. a segment. These guys worked on it. They probably shot it. They left the building, and like this week, both Raw and SmackDown, you're like, no, they're thinking about the overall program and how the characters fit in. So there was a lot of crossover. Uh, 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 talent into segments coming back and it was like oh it's it's hard to even know where to begin like a lot of my notes here it's like this paragraph actually could be combined with this other paragraph and like that's right. nice storytelling we shouldn't be ahead of it like I didn't expect Zelina to pop out at the end of that Oscar match right, right. Uh, like you're like oh I didn't even think of Zelina as a wrestler you're like oh that's great they got ahead of me you know that you want right. to be worked you want them to be ahead of you you know um and to to wrestling's defense, uh, and and to their credit, 
their fan base is always trying to get ahead of it. You know, even more than other shows in a way. Like, there's, like, this smarky pride in, like, being ahead of it, saying what they could have done better in a way uh, mm-hmm. that is, like, very unique to wrestling. Um, and uh, so uh, so it's hard to trick the wrestling fans, and I think that they did a really nice job here, like, thinking ahead, and that's awesome. I thought it was really interesting because I thought Raw started, like, I was – when Drew came out, I was like, yeah, this is, like – Whatever he asked for, like an ambulance match. I was like, oh, it's fine. It felt very formulaic. And then the show just picked up, and it was a good time. So I mean, we can get yeah. into the specifics, but I'm glad you feel the same way. Yeah, it's it's, it's rocking and rolling, man. Tulo was texting me, being like, "This shit rocks." But Tulo can be a huge mark. We call him the super yeah. mark for a reason, and he's always looking for the bright side. He, you know, he's like a positive. He's like you know Donnie positive or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and I, I'm trying to be Donnie honest or whatever. And so sometimes he texts like, "It's good," and then I and it sucks because then I, I think it sucked, and I gotta come on here and completely negate his positive text, which never feels good. You know, I don't right. like to be the guy. I hate being the guy. How do you feel about when you leave a movie and you're the guy who's like, "That movie sucks." when everyone liked it i love being that guy see i used to like being that guy now yeah. i just keep my mouth shut you know yeah no i mean i'm, I'm kind of joking like i i i said this before i think i said it in a text to you like yeah, i yeah. pretty much ignore everyone's negative opinion on something because i don't think anybody can ever have like a pure opinion that's negative mm-hmm. it's it's sort of always being colored by how you personally feel about something that's probably unrelated to what you're uh, watching or uh, experiencing, so right. yeah, no, I, I'm, I do love to be negative. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, I knew that. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's get again. I don't know where to start here. I expect us to jump all around, but yeah. um, before we do, I am going to get into a a, a cash in here um, yeah. uh, from uh, a long time Jabroniac Petroniac. Uh, Uh, Emily Scott. So let's hear it. Hey, this is Emily Scott, and I'm calling with a question slash discussion topic about what else merch. Uh, And the question is, if one of your top guys gets new merch, uh, a new shirt through their wrestling company, and maybe you're not crazy about it, the design's a little lazy, what have you, do you get it? Um, Is this something that you buy preferably when it's on sale? Um, uh, I'm facing this right now with the new Shayna Baszler shirt, and I want to support her and make sure Vince knows that she is selling merch so she continues to get on TV, but I'm not crazy about uh, the design. It's actually a uh, reusing of a design from a KO shirt earlier this year, so I'm torn. Anyway, uh, thanks for your thoughts, and cheers up. Cheers up. You know what? I I almost forgot about the cheers up. i got to say, by the way, since the cashins are coming back, that's how you do it, people. Right. That was under a minute, had a very specific question, cited a specific example, uh, actually was seeking guidance at a point, uh, not just rambling. Emily, fantastic job. And a fantastic question that I think that I deal with. Uh, I deal with a lot. So, okay, in general, if uh, uh, and, and this podcast is very pro-merch, if you're new to this podcast. like We love buying wrestlers' merch. I love collecting merch. I think merch is dope. Um, here's the deal. A couple rules. One thing is if you like a shirt and you're not buying it, right? This is separate from just if a wrestler is one of your guys. This is just if you like a shirt. I find give it a little time. You know what I mean? Sit on it for a little bit, then come back, give it a week and then come back and look at it. Right. 
And then if you still are like, this shirt is fire, buy it because you will regret not owning it. Like the amount of wrestling shirts I regret not owning and the amount of wrestling shirts that I buy now for way more that I should have that I that I'm like oh, I should have bought that shirt and the amount yeah. of wrestling shirts that if you're a long term fan like us if you listen to this pod you're probably in the in for the long haul uh, right. the amount of shirts that I still look for that I can't find uh, is is it's a lot of shirts like I really like the this is an edge shirt where it's uh, the star it's black shirt with the star and the two flap the mud mud flap girls like on the side you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's the one he wore, like, it, 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 iconically, and I can't find it. And then sometimes they'll reprint it, but, like, they do something different with the print, and you don't want it. And that one I can't find. I've only found it in, like, an extra-large tank top on eBay once. And I'm like, man, I should have bought it cause when I wanted it. So that's what I say. If you think you're going to have regret for buying a shirt, for me, I do have that. I, I'm, a, I, I'm a consumerist in that way. Uh, now... Newman, as it pertains yeah. to being a wrestler as one of your guys, you want to support them. We know that they get a certain percentage of shirts. Most of it goes to Vince, I get, I bet, right? right. Uh, but we know that, like, if you're selling merch, you you know, you're selling merch, you're more likely to get a push. Like, there's no – Fiend, the amount of merch Fiend was sell- selling got him a huge push uh, mm-hmm. uh, in wrestling. So there is a reality that is pushing – it is pushing, but if you – it, that that it helps your wrestler, but man, if the shirt sucks, do you buy it just to support your wrestler? I think I don't know, Newman. I'll throw it to you. No, I don't. Uh, if like if I don't like the shirt and I'm not going to wear it, like I'm not going to waste my money right. on it. Like uh, I don't feel obligated to uh, support the wrestlers that way. Um, however, on the flip side, if a shirt is cool, even if they're not one of my guys. I'm way more inclined to buy it. Like, I don't know anything about uh, uh, Abaddon uh, other than she looks cool and she have a shirt for her that is fire. And I'm probably going to buy it just because it's, it fits another kind of rubric that I have for wrestling shirts where it's like, does this look like a wrestling shirt? Can it pass as something else? Can I wear this places and have it not be, you know, immediately identified as like, have a big AEW thing on it, you know? So I, I'm more in the camp of like, if you like a shirt, buy it. It doesn't matter if it's your, one of your guys or not. Nice. Interesting. That's a good take. That's a, it's more about the shirt. I have that also. Cause like uh, Moxley's not one of my guys, but I love that shirt. That's just, you know, you know, I love spray paint on a title. Like that's a yeah, yeah. cow merch is exactly that. Um, I love the homage to NWO. So like, I love that the AEW when he it's Mox spray painted on the AEW title and it's huge print. And I'm like, right. I want to buy. I keep that's a shirt. I'm always like one click away from buying because I think it'd be cool mm-hmm. in long sleeve for some reason. You know. Yeah. Um, but that's not it. So if a shirt is cool, then yeah. Get it, but you saying no. Yeah, I agree with you. The thing is, this is like you. You know, I don't know what their process is, so I feel for these wrestlers. But if a shirt sucks, I tend to not buy it because I know right. I won't wear it. It's a mistake I've made. Like I buy a shirt I'm not excited about. If you're not excited about it when you click purchase, you're think about how unexcited you're going to be about it later. So I think only right. buy merch that you think is uh, 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 is is dope. I think that's the bottom line. Yeah, and in a weird way too. Like, I think I would be more inclined to buy a Shayna because Shayna is one of my guys. I'm not going right. to buy that shirt. I would be more inclined to buy that a shirt of hers, though. If even if I didn't quite like the design, if it had her on the front or her name 
on the front of it rather than just like a slogan that she doesn't even really use right. uh, that doesn't say like this is a shit because like I think if you want to support a wrestler one of the great ways is to get people to ask like oh who what, who's Shayna Baszler what is this shirt right I see the name I see the face I don't know who this is and you can tell them about that wrestler like yeah. I have a Naomi shirt Naomi's one of my guys but I have a shirt it's just it's her name fucking six times right and people yeah. have non-wrestling fans be like oh it's a cool shirt who is that and then I get to tell them about Naomi oh, that, way, and then they, that says glow right it says Naomi like a bunch of that but the colors yeah. are really cool on that shirt right 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 and, 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 it, and it, yeah it, yeah. it starts the conversation with non-wrestling fans about who is this? And then I show them a clip and they go, Oh, that's really cool. I didn't realize this kind of stuff was. It. So it's like, you can support it in a different way. You don't have to be like, Oh, I, you know, paying alms to the fucking, to the McMahons right. to support the wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree. And that Shayna Basil shirt is beyond lazy. It is exactly the Kevin Owens shirt. Right. Uh, like Shayna Baszler needs a shirt that has print of a cage and then her eyes with the smoky black eyes around it through the cage. And then yes. it's just like Shayna or something, or, or you're yeah, gone yeah. or something. Right? You will not survive. Something, right, yeah. right, 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 like that. Or, or her hands like that or something, but like you need the cage. She's like the cage, right? So right. That, that, we literally just spitball that right now. So right. unfortunately, <laughs> Shayna is the victim of poor shirt design, which, which WB should never have. Like they have right. all the resources to make most of their shirts fire, you know? Right. Um, anyway, all right. So just for time, we're moving on. Great question, Emily. I think the consensus for both of us is don't buy that shirt specifically. And don't buy a shirt you're not into in general. There's no reason to waste money because uh, there's good, so much wrestling merch comes out. Um, I I think today I'm going to buy this, this Randy Orton uh, hoodie, the one that says greatest wrestler of all time. Uh, uh, <laughs> the best wrestler of all time or whatever. And it has just a snake flowing through it. And then RKO yeah. in the front. Uh <laughs> I just want to point out too that like yeah. I it, love trash merch though you know that right yeah you have you a, you have a radar said, st- yeah well yeah I'm saying you like I have a bedazzled radar st- yeah. shirt. <laughs> yeah. you like you like shirts that are like you think you'd pass as non wrestling I like shirts where it says like this guy's trash and he's a mark <laughs> like I like to be I am like I like being shame shameless with my wrestling merch right. NASCAR right. shameless yeah. Uh, I was gonna say it's such a if 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 anybody had any questions about whether or not Randy Orton was born and bred in the WWE universe, uh, he felt it was like worth teasing in such a way the release of his own T-shirt line <laughs> as though he was gonna like announce the name of his like fifth kid or something like it was like oh okay do you have he a basically did a uh, g- a gender reveal for the slitter right. Uh, right. yeah man there's so much to talk about this week but yes <laughs> Randy Orton which we I'll make sure we talk about this again next week when Aaron is here but uh, or, or, or on a bonus app but actually we did talk about it on one of the bonus episodes but yeah Randy Orton uh, I'm already signed up for the mailing list for Slither spelled. S L T H R R no vowels. I think it's no vowels, right? Yeah, yeah, right. it's no vowels, right? It's no vowels. It's his clothing line. There's one shirt. It's him. He's posing and he's wearing his fucking trunks, you know, <laughs> and he's wearing the slither shirt. I'm gonna buy all this shit <laughs> because what I love about Randy Orton having a clothing line is that, like, you know, Rock has like Project Rock shit. That's like that's so safe for me, you know. Right. Like I had some rock stuff, but like rock stuff you see in the gym, people don't watch wrestling. They're just like they buy rock stuff. It's Under Armour, whatever. Like right. when you have, if you're wearing Randy Orton Slither athletic gear, like that is a fucking deep cut. Like people are like that means you're a fucking mark. And if somebody goes like, "Yo, that's dope that you're wearing that," 
you know they're like that is you're talking a language. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Because <laughs> Randy right. Orton is is exactly what the Rock is if he had no crossover success, zero. Right. <laughs> right. The Randy Orton's had more title runs than the Rock. Okay, all right. Anyway, yeah. oh, I love it. All right. So where to jump? I think we should start. Um, and we'll jump around, I'm sure. But I think we should start with this Mickey James thing because it was pretty interesting. Uh, and that'll lead yeah. us to – and I already kind of mentioned it. But the ending of Mickey James versus Asuka had a match. And by the way, great lead-up to this match. I mean, the storytelling of of this is Mickey's title run like really made it feel like this moment mattered a lot to Mickey. You know? Um, it was one mm-hmm. time where they didn't use Mickey as just a jobber, you know? Um and you knew she wasn't going to beat Oscar or anything, but it was like felt like a big match for her, and it was on Raw, you know? So it was giving nice stakes to Raw. So this match, they're wrestling. Um, I, I liked Mickey's gear. Uh, I think she changed up her gear. It was a little, it's a little cosplay, a little Super Saiyan for me. Um, but, yeah, uh, the, the match just ends. Like, it just yeah. abruptly ends. She's in an Oscar lock, I believe, and the bell just rings, but there's no tap it's super awkward, and you're like, what the hell happened? So I was reading uh, that it's just a mess up by the referee. Like, he thought Mickey was injured, that she injured her shoulder, but she wasn't injured at all, and he just stopped the match. So my take on this thing is, like, I have no problem with this. Let's err on the side of safety for these wrestlers. This is not a big problem happening in wrestling. Like, in UFC, there's early stoppages. It's arguably a problem for these fights entertainment value this is this isn't happening a lot you know what i mean right so anyone who's making a big deal out of this is just looking to yell shit into a microphone you know Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm actually surprised that the ref does have that kind of authority like to 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 make a call which is essentially a medical decision to stop a match like i thought that even if the wrestler was injured there'd be a lot of conference between like the gorilla and like do we call it or what do i do but for them to be i didn't realize that they would be able just to be like, I'm calling this regardless. Oh, right. And he might have been in the ear of um, Sammy Guevara. He might have been in the ear of uh, Vince might have been like, hey, does she look all right? He might have seen her eyes glaze on the, you know, we don't actually know it, but the ref right. called it, ended it. It was probably a second before it was going to end anyway because, uh, and if you watch towards the end of the match, the match was getting very sloppy. And that also made me believe that something was weird. But I also uh, had heard, read that it ended weird before I watched it. So I don't know. Main thing is Zelina uh, it broke up with Andrade and uh, Garza, and which was cool. I didn't even expect her to like pop out there at all, which we mentioned. Do you think that – are you excited for Zelina's – solo uh run and do you think she has any chance going at oscar or because she's going for oscar first it means she's destined to just get tapped and put back into a lana style position you know yeah yeah no i don't think she's there i don't think they're gonna have her beat oscar um if they do it'd be a big shock and that might be interesting um but I'm, well, do you I, plan I don't to know. do like like? Do you think there's any chance they give her kind of what they did for? Uh, I was gonna say Lance Archer because I always want to call Damian Priest Lance Archer because right. of archery, um, yeah. <laughs> the archer of yesteryear. But um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, when Damian Priest, remember he like he was losing to like Finn and stuff, but they kept being like, "Look how great he's losing," and that actually built him into his championship. Or do you think they let Zelina like full job? My gut reaction is full job, um, but 
I, yeah, I just don't know what conversations or what the reason was behind them leaving behind her leaving them. If they really wanted like in earnest, give her a push. Um, but, uh, yeah, her promo was not her best. I was getting very big, like, uh, high school drama class monologue vibes off of uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. off of her. Like it was very very performative. <laughs> I do like the way that she says uh, everyone in the mother. Like she had like the uh, what's her name that actress from the nineties, um, uh, Rosie Perez. Like she had like a very Rosie Perez like uh, uh, delivery on some of those lines, which I thought was right. cool. But no, I don't know. I think they're just gonna job her out. I don't. I I don't think that it's gonna pan out to be right. much. I agree. Happy to be wrong. Happy to be wrong. That's a match I'm excited to see. It's cool to see Oscar get something different. It feels like in the women's division, we're seeing a lot of the same over and over. So I think that'll be cool. Uh, And hopefully they can build it and make her look. I hope they make her look good. That's what I hope. Um, All right, moving on to Retribution. So Retribution had their their big, very... controlled anarchy <laughs> they're they're the most controlled anarchist group i've ever seen they only attack at prime tv times <laughs> like right they they like <laughs> they'll interrupt a match but they're not interested they'll let most of the show run smooth they don't mess around backstage at all <laughs> you know what i mean right. like they right. like they should be doing way more shit right they should like like they flickered the lights once they yeah. like they kicked it off by lighting something on fire and now they just cut like promos and have a logo you know yeah. I mean? like they like, should well, be out there like trying to like get in the way of the camera like during other matches just to like right. <laughs> disrupt what's going on right yeah right they should be way more of like a a force for anarchy but that, like, wouldn't it be cool if Retribution hacked the Thunderdome and like every face was like a like a Guy Fall mask, but like a Retribution mask? Or like, yeah. so, there's so many, there's way more shit to do that they they're a little lazy with that. But that still being said, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief for Retribution and be like for 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 that anarchy element of it because it is a TV show, so that's fine. Right. It is pro wrestling, so we don't need to be that nitpicky. But we, what they did, I thought was extremely smart this week, where they're like, hey. Everybody is either ahead of what's happening or they know it can't be as satisfying. So why don't we just keep them in the masks but essentially reveal who they are anyway so that it's not a reveal. And I was like, that's great, right? Because essentially you know who they are. He said it in the promo. Uh, I wrote down the whole promo, but it's not even that. It's very generic. But the, the only important line here is um, is uh, is – Hold on, I want to find, where do they say, well, whatever. They, they say, oh, here it goes, here. It goes, when you uh, sell your soul to a corrupt machine, you become corrupt. Uh, and like you, uh, whatever, I wrote it wrong. We once believed our time at the Performance Center would lead us to fame and wealth. Unlike you, we refuse to suck up to an entitled regime. So basically, their beef is with wrestlers who are going along it seems to be their beef with these wrestlers taking orders from WB. They're all wrestlers who they are wrestlers. They've admitted we're wrestlers, right? We're, right. We've been we trained at the performance center, so you know these are talent who are upset with their fa- false promises they were given at the performance center. This is something. Every, this is them work shooting us, being like, right, like the amount of wrestlers who have come through WB and then they didn't get their fair shot or they're not booked right or they weren't given, you know, it's good. Why not monetize that? That They're basically monetizing, like, the IWC or whatever. Yeah. Good. Controlled opposition. 
Right. And then a bunch more members popped up in the background at the end of the promo being like, oh, you know who these people are? It doesn't matter. There's so many fucking more. And basically, they're going to be a group of all fired wrestlers, right? Yeah. Well, are they fired? Because, I mean, like Dijakovic is there. Miami right. is there. Uh, uh, Dio Madden, who, I mean, I just want to go on the record. I could not give less of a fuck about. Well, uh, I'll give Dio Madden props. The one thing he did that I did think was dope was taking F5 through, through a table while he was an announcer. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> and he's also he's huge, but yeah, no, I don't care about him. Yeah, I, but, but I, I actually I, don't know anything about him. I don't care about him yet. I, I really don't know anything about him. I guess I guess my my question is is like how then my I don't I still don't trust WWE to figure out how to explain the story of like these are all they're all people who are like either still training or are in NXT. So it's like you're just going to NXT and wrestling, but you're like, how do they? I don't think like, they where, have to. I don't think they the have to. If they show you a couple examples and then they all have a story, like some of them you might not even know, and right. but they're like you, you'll understand. Like they all have this same point of view. You don't have to really tell them all. Uh, Right. And if you think about it, the clarity of this seems a lot even stronger than, like, Dark Order, which is a similar thing. Like, this is already a little clearer to me than Dark Order has been, to be honest. Right. And I'm not yeah. saying I like it more or it's great. I think it's the best choice they had for what it is. It's clearly what they're going for. They definitely need, like, a full-on, like, front man for this. It needs to be, like, someone like Bobby Roode or, like, someone who's, like, been fucking slighted by Vince to to helm this thing because Dijakovic yeah. will not do that. Dio won't do that. So you need a like who's a, a huge example. I mean, Punk is the guy, right? Like, it, 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 right? If it's Punk, you're all gonna think it's fucking awesome, right? Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's hard to imagine it'll be Punk because it's been so it's been so cheesy uh, until this point, and he is like the he is the king of anti WWE cheese. Like, he is yeah. fucking, like, just legit does cool, good stuff. In right. Like, part of what makes w CM Punk work is that he calls out the WWE stupid or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, he made The Rock look dumb at times, you know? So, right, right, right. right? And, like, just, like, talking about ice cream bars and stuff. So, I, so if he is involved in this, they're paying, they're, they're paying him. At, like, he was not involved at the start. That I know, you know? Right, and he wouldn't even though he wouldn't even have to wrestle. I think like if he you know if he doesn't want to like actually get in the ring, I don't think he would even have to get in the ring to make it work. But I think he's the only one in my mind where this would skirt McMahon's razor and have it actually be like a good payoff. McMahon's razor. By the way, if you haven't listened, can we get it? Actually, uh, Newman, I I'm going to take yeah. a quick pee break, and you describe what McMahon's razor is. People don't. Know. I mean, it's it's not going to take me uh, as long as it's going to take. It's going to be a quick pee. It's one. This is one Lacroix deep. All right. There you go. All right. So McMahon's razor is based on the uh, the principle known as Occam's razor, not to be confused with Occam and Razor, the recently released authors of Pain, the authors of the book Pain. Uh, and in Occam's razor, it posits that the most likely explanation uh, is usually the correct explanation. So McMahon's razor posits that. Uh, Whatever the most interesting decision is, the WWE will make the opposite decision. Uh, for instance, Roman Reigns uh, coming back 
with um, Paul Heyman. Seems like it's interesting, but it's very, very much in line with McMahon's razor. Oh, what flavor? Lime, duh, back to refuel the pee. How did you right. even physically pee in that amount of time? Because I drink an, I drink like this unnatural amount of liquids, and so I just, I just, I, I, I pee very quickly. There's a lot of that pressure. That seems unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. I might be dying. Anyway, everybody, coming at you. So retribution. Uh, yeah. So here's here's an example of what I loved about Raw this week. Retribution uh, has become this problem, and now you have Adam Pierce, who's the guy who's like in charge of it. He talks to the security. He's like, "Hey, we got Retribution on the loose. They're a bunch of fucking slighted jobbers yeah. <laughs> around here with Molotov cocktails." You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And uh, uh, you have uh, MVP, who's creating this whole this hurt business. It's literally called a business. He had Cedric Alexander join because he was like, "Yo, I I, I want to join here because I want to make money, right?" He's like, "I was going, mm-hmm. I was losing, taking a beating every week, going home with my family, a loser every Monday." Literally, it's funny that they used talking about a job and they're talking about Monday. Like, I gotta show up here every Monday because <laughs> Raw happens to be a Monday, which yeah. is the start of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like seven a.m. Monday, Monday night <laughs> Raw. I put the trunks on. <laughs> I gotta wake up for uh, anyway. <laughs> he's coming like commute. I, uh, the coffee's always cold. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, but uh, but Cedric uh, uh, MVP is like, yo, here's what this group is. And so he goes to Adam Pierce and he's like, hey. Look at my guys, the Hurt Business. This is what we do within the business of Hurt. You want to hire us to help you with this retribution problem? They're like, that's fucking great. He's like, oh, thanks for volunteering. He's like, we're not volunteering. And you're like, oh, they're like mercenaries, the Hurt Business, you know? And you're like, yes. oh, that's awesome. Now you have that cool storyline where the Hurt Business are actually going to – Bobby Lashley going to get a hold of one of these pipsqueaks. It's going to be right. fucking awesome. Take his mask yeah. off, and he's going to be some dun- like indie dunce, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Grimes. Yeah. yeah. Like fucking Flip Gordon or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I only said Flip Gordon because he was – he had some – crazy conspiracy tweet about uh he was like showed a, the map of the fires did you see that and he was like no is he back on US his bullshit yeah, yeah 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 he's like all right anyway um so wait yeah. a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait 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 what is he saying how the fires stop at the border he's like look how the fires stop there? at the north and south border of like mexico and canada you know and he's like 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 there's no fires is that what he's saying or he's saying yeah by the government. No, he said wild. He put wild in quotes to be like they're not wild. Right, 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 right. This is somebody who this is a disease of the mind. This is somebody who interprets everything outside of the realm of their understanding, which is limited in his case, <laughs> yeah. uh, as a conspiracy. It's a disease of the mind. I, I, I ugh, God, I can't. We have to move on because I'm okay, about to start. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, Morons. I think we could just, yeah, we could just uh. Well, actually, we have a we have a sound drop. That's a, I was from Flip Gordon. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Not a okay. This is hot garbage. Okay. So anyway, uh, the retribution shows up at the end of the show, and you have Keith Lee. Who, by the way, I actually thought this Keith Lee's new gear looked great. I thought. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Very heart heart foundation vibes. Yeah, actually, it's funny because yeah. listen, McMahon, Vince, 
Vinci Pooh had a nice week, man. He <laughs> hugging Dominic, telling him he did a great job. Uh, right. He actually, we all shit on him for changing up uh, Keith Lee's gear, but I actually think this gear actually looks, uh, when it matches the black on black, I think it looked better than his gear with no shirt, to be honest. I thought, I was like, yeah. you know what? I, I never thought of a deep, <laughs> a deep cut uh, singlet. I didn't think about yeah. that. But he also acknowledged that his other outfit looked like shit, you know? Yeah, so, I would. Uh, I uh, I still would prefer that they let them bang thang, but uh, this was a vast improvement on the like this the generic Under Armour sleeveless with the, his old trunks. Yeah, I mean, gun to the head, I'd probably say, eh, keep them shirtless. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this did technically probably look better for TV. You know? Right. Um, right. and it does make him. It kind of like when those big straps like that sometimes can make a guy look even bigger. You know, um, so because it like squeezes the bottom. But anyway, that being said, um, I feel like it's I'm just happy they they seem to be vested in Keith. Um, his flip over the top rope with Drew is just like that's another thing that like, you know, when you start talking about AEW at first WB, it's like, well, hey, they got 400 pound guys doing flips. <laughs> what is what what right does Keith Lee have to do a fucking front flip over the top Drew? rope? What yeah. like do either of these guys have? Like, yeah. I mean, being that athletic, it was sick. And yeah. um, Retribution got their uh, – they got their – what was coming to them. So that was fun. And now the Hurt Business unleashed on them. Uh, good good shit. Excited. Nice storytelling. Nice, like, cliffhanger. I was excited did to you see hear, Yeah. Did you hear when – so Hurt Business is at the top of the ramp. And I think it was this. It was at this point, or it was in the ring. But at some point, somebody from Retribution kept saying, "We're Retribution." <laughs> they kept. All I kept hearing was, "Oh, we're Retribution." Retribution. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, here's just, the other thing: is that Retribution, the leader of Retribution, because they keep saying we are Retribution, which I think is like a, is like a an NXT red herring or whatever kind of, but right. like, I don't know if it is because they said performance center, but you can go to the performance center and not be tied to NXT, you know, right. not really, but in kayfabe, you can be, um, the PC is separate. So is it, but is it possible that it is NXT and they just straight up go for it? And then triple H is the leader of the whole thing. You know? I mean, that's so likely. Right. If that's just, he tricky. hasn't been involved in a long time and we're due for a triple H like, walk in yeah we're due for triple h to insert himself right yeah the only problem with the whole thing is if triple h comes in it ruins the adam pierce thing because it doesn't ruin it but like no one gives a shit about adam pierce you need it needs to be vince then and then vince better be willing to actually play more of a role if nxt invades fully you know but if retribution right. are just like a bunch of like you know, uh, anarchists or like Antifa or whatever, then yeah. then you could you don't need to deal with the top top guy or whatever. You know, I mean, uh, every at least week to week. So, well, we'll see right. where it goes. But I think it's pretty fun. I like that they're pushing. Uh, um, I like that they're pushing uh, Keith. You know, we read that they are. I don't know why they can't keep anything under wraps. Anyway, let's make sure we talk about. Oh, let's just jump to SmackDown for a little bit, even though right. there's more shit to talk about on SmackDown, but. Um, hmm. Where should we go? Well, let's start with. I think we Bailey deserves us to talk about her first. Um, so Bailey cut a promo. We got to hear why she turned on Sasha. Uh, Sasha, star of the Mandalorian, mm -hmm. is apparently playing a Jedi. There's a, a, a shot of her in a hood, which is huge. Huge. Uh, 
But I guess we don't know how big her role is and whatnot, but I don't know. My, my instincts tell me that she's not getting a lot of lines. No. Right? No, 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 no. She's not a good actor. She's, so I can't imagine that, you know, they would give her a, a fucking monologue or something. It is, right. it does, it is a good sign though that she's in the trailer. Like her character must be of some import if, unless it's just like, uh, you know, you go meet him there and then bring him back and then you're not in the show anymore. Well, that's the thing is that the show is very questy, right? Yeah. So this could be just like, she's part of this little quest. It was kind of right. my, my beef with the show is that I felt like it was a lot of like, just do this thing, then do this thing. I wasn't. It's very much like a, characters. it's like an RPG. Yes. It, it felt yeah. like a video game. Yeah. yeah. But. That's why casting. That's why, like, I'm not surprised Gina Carano's in the show. Um, like Sasha. So I'm not surprised Sasha because they probably are looking for like uh, women who look strong. You know, right. Gina and like Sasha. I mean, imagine lighting Sasha. Like she's gonna look amazing. You know, right? You can make right. her abs like ripple. You know, right? 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 Um, right? If you like, you know, she's a beautiful woman and extremely toned you know so yeah. she's a very athletic so she's someone if you're looking for look alone plus mm-hmm. the cachet of that she comes with the wrestling audience like she's a win for a role where you don't have to she doesn't have to say much but i cannot right. imagine her nailing a jedi role that's like you yeah. and mcgregor territory you know what i mean like it's like liam decent like you know what i mean like <laughs> sir alec guinness <laughs> Right. Um, so we'll see. I'm excited for that. But Frank Oz. The only reason I yeah, Frank one of the one of the tops. Um uh 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 the only reason I bring that up is to say I saw some chatter on the Facebook group, people being like, Why would they like it's so dumb that they would make Bailey Sasha lose when she's gonna be a Mandalorian? And I'm not sure if that's how this works. You know, like I don't think like I'm not sure if it works like you got to be on top when you debut in something because people like I don't you know I think sometimes it is when you have someone like Becky who's like fully representing the company I think it's right. less about the actual title I think sometimes that's like Mark talk as and more about how much the company chooses to make you visible in the face of the company like being on the video game going on late night talk shows like Becky with full on was like in the commercials like people I know who are non Marks were like. They know who Becky Lynch is, you know? Right. So it's right. less it's more about being on like cereal boxes and less about actual title runs. I don't think people care as much about that. So I wouldn't is fuck the, with the story they're telling here because she's in the Mandalorian, right? Well, what's the what's the argument that is that because she's gonna be on TV for maybe an episode on Disney Plus, that she should therefore be getting a push, or is it that because she isn't getting a push, it's not a good time for her to be on a TV show? No, it's the first thing. Uh, uh, it's the former that, like, because she's the ch- like, she should be the champ because she's getting more visibility. Oh, oh, yeah, that doesn't make um, any sense. I don't think I don't think we need to fuck with wrestling like that. Like, because because yeah. because here's the thing I posted in the Facebook group that uh, you probably saw, but is I I thought Bailey cut a good promo. You know, she was like, "You're useless to me." She's found her. She's found what makes her the most comfortable, what really works best for her, which is like being a little like silly, a little like mm-hmm. laughy and and a little jokey, but also like, you know, pretty evil. Uh, but I think that look, they're running with Bailey. She's the longest running SmackDown champ ever already. Um 
We're trying to make Bailey matter most. I think Bailey, when Bailey Sasha wrestle, Sasha should not beat Bailey. No. I think Bailey needs to really. I would have her almost squash uh, right. uh, 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 Sasha. Uh, I, if I was booking it, it wouldn't even be. She wouldn't even hit her with a foreign object, at least to start the match. She could do it right. like later on. But I would have her squash Sasha, have Sasha take. I would do exactly what they did with Brody Lee and Cody, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because Sasha right now, like, if you think about the getting ahead of the story, if Bailey, if Sasha beats Bailey, the story's over. It puts them back in the same spot. Bailey's not the champ. If Bailey beats her and this whole thing works out for her and you dig deeper into this Sasha, Sasha chokes gimmick yeah. that she yeah. has, well, then, like people were saying, she's ripe to come back at the Rumble, win a Rumble, which she's never run, won a Rumble before, you know, and then actually have her big moment at Mania against Bailey. That kind of long-term storytelling, they've already invested so much time into this. Why blow right. it? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think that that and, – and even if someone gets hurt or something – Sasha will bounce back. Uh, Sasha will bounce back from losing to Bailey. Bailey should like I would have her demolish Sasha, like uh, John Cena, uh, Brock Lesnar. Brock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At yeah, like I agree. Clash of Champions or whatever they meet, um, and then take her off TV for a while. Um, because also just to like, just to uh, like fix her comeback because it it's been sloppy. You know, yeah. Like she go away again yeah, no, I, and reset. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Because like, I mean, you want because obviously, and it's this is kind of just like basic wrestling stuff, right? Like we want Bailey to be an even more dominant evil person, so that when Sasha is able to triumph as like the good guy, it makes it the, the stakes are way higher. So right. she has to lose now. She has to. It's like I. Sit- Evil person? Oh, it fucked up. Right. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. All right, so you're in agreement with me, basically. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's talk about Reigns for a second. So Roman Reigns enters on SmackDown. I think he kicked off the show. Um, even though I think Bailey should have kicked off the show um, on SmackDown. I was kind of surprised that they went with Reigns, but... Uh, you know, you guys know Roman Reigns is always here. Uh, Roman Reigns is always. They here. kick it off with this awesome graphic of Reigns, though. Uh, yeah. It's like like a statue of him doing the ooh Looked cool, I thought. Yeah, and also though is like kind of mirrors his sort of uh, entire personality, right? Like, <laughs> right. Great to look at, but like, I mean, there's not much going on inside. I think. Right. Uh, you you love to see him enter. And uh, you'll love to see them fade to commercial. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I thought Reigns cut a shit, a shitty promo here. Like, right. uh, lackluster, especially in a week where everybody's firing on all cylinders. It's like, hey, guys, like, Reigns, I, I, you know, I said it from the start. I was like, I, find, I think he'll be comfortable. He'll find his moment or whatever, but... I'm finding this so far to be as uninteresting as I expected. I didn't want to be the negative Nancy, like the guy coming out being like, this heel turns off. I didn't want to come out and feel that way. But I, I feel like Reigns will <laughs> – I feel like he's going to disappoint me in this heel run also. I just think there's an element that he does not have 
And I'm not giving him another... He doesn't deserve more years of my life to give him the benefit of the doubt. I've already given him five mania trips. You know what I mean? So, right. uh, uh, so I, yeah, I think it was kind of lackluster. I think, I'll be honest, I think even Heyman is struggling. Um, I think he's doing a great job cutting good promos, but it feels like Brock Lesnar redux. Like, if I was him, I wouldn't do the raising, defending. I wouldn't... I, 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 I wouldn't do it for Reigns. I like it that, like, this is what he does when he's your advocate. But Reigns right. needs, like, such a full, fresh revamp that, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but I felt like that was a... He cut... Uh, Reigns got the mic. His teeth look weird. Uh, not to be an asshole, with the, like, judge's teeth, but there's something about them that, like, I don't care that he got his teeth redone, but they, they seem to, like, draw the weird. eye, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, like, yeah, they're kind of, like, they're forward a little bit. They're too forward, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm not a Max Steel. I'm not a whatever the fucking. I'm not a periodontist, but it's yeah. Uh, yeah it seems a little. Oh, I thought you were forward facing. No, I got disbarred. The uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that. Sorry about that. Yeah, practicing without a license. Yeah. I mean, Sammy jokes on them. Sammy Guevara. Uh, <laughs> no, the jokes on them. You can't. You can't. You know, be fired if you never actually were licensed to perform it. So, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So you're uh, still practicing. You're still taking a point. I'm still right? practicing. You're on. Well, yeah. That's how you get to right. Broadway. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, uh, my, my thing is though, it's like, doesn't it, it seems like, um, I think Jimmy and Jay also have the same type of fixture, right? Like their, their upper palate is. Yeah. I think they also have I didn't the same this. thing. I've never known. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, the only thing I was looking at on Jay was like, I was trying to figure out the size differential between the two, but Reigns yeah. looks significantly bigger. Yeah. Uh, and look, he looks awesome. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that we were talking about the teeth a lot that I don't know. I, I think he got the best guy in Florida to do his teeth, but he got right. it done in Florida. And so, uh, is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything in Florida is a little fugazi. Oh, so good for you. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, yeah. I just thought, look, I, I just felt like I'm looking for a meaner Reigns. Like, it just feels like, he, he, like, Reigns just feels like so fucking, like, I don't want to use this word because it's, like, it's, it's, it, it means so much more in this time, but it just is the only world, word. No, no, I, I'll switch it. I'll switch it. I was going to say privilege, but he feels more, like, entitled or something, and not yeah. in, like, a heel way, in a way that actually, like, kind of bothers me, where it's like, oh, now he's booked to, like, just show up and win. It's like they give him every kind of creative decision to make it work, and I'm just kind of burned on it personally, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the argument before, right? Was that like, that was how people felt about Roman Reigns, face Roman Reigns. But like, that's, they were like, oh, he's, he's just booked to win. He did that. He's, he's too, he's overpowered. He, you know, eats a match, uh, the, the, whatever the, the, what was uh, the acolyte with the chain in his mouth? Like it doesn't affect him. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Now, Rusev, Rusev with right. the chain. Right. But oh now, God, you reminded me. Of, right, 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 right. But now that's what he's doing out loud. And it's like, well, this is still the same. Nothing, I guess, perception-wise has changed. It's just now it's out loud, so he's a bad guy. Right. And so the right. And so the other part of it is that, like, okay, so cool, he's a heel, so I should be like, oh, I want him to lose. But no, actually, right. I have the opposite thought. 
I think he should be the champion. Like, it makes right. total sense. I think he looks great with the title. He should be the champ. I just don't really care. But, like, I get right. why he's the champ. It's because now you've booked him into this place where he's headlined manias, walked out, beat some of the top guys ever, has beat Cena. He's beat every wrestler imaginable. So now he matters this much. His power level is over 9,000. He's, like, yeah. established as a guy that's strong. So I understand why he's booked the way he is, but I'm not. it's not I want him to lose heat. It's... It's like, yep, that's where he goes. It's like he's like a legacy now or something. I got to, like, work around him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And right now it's yeah. like, are right, we giving the title now because he has to matter because he retired Undertaker because he, beat the, he has to matter. But ultimately for me, it's like he looks good, but I don't know. This is just how I feel. And then also he seems unnatural, this heel role, uh, so far. But that I do think he will get better at. But also this booking of, like, he shows up. And wins, and then it's like, all right, that's all. That's what he's gonna do. The main event starts like another another example where he kind of is able to bend the rules. He could just join. They start the tag match without him even at in ring. Same right. thing. It's like they start the title match before he even gets there, and they don't even acknowledge this loophole that he's hitting. It's the only thing in the show that's not making sense. Everything else yeah. is like they're doing a great job. So. Yeah, I would have done it slightly differently with the Jimmy. I understand they're building to something. I mean, or I, I understand that they're, they're saying they're building right. to something, but I would have had him. Because which one is, is it? <laughs> is it uh, uh, it's Jimmy Uso? Is that who he was going against? Or is it Jay? Jay. 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 I would have had him do what I just did in the very beginning and like have Jay come up to him and be like, yo, what's up, Jimmy? And like not know the difference between the two of them and like kind of be a dick now that he's like back and like just start <laughs> yeah, sowing that seed he's, now. He's still like, yo, you're my fam, but then he's like kind of a dick and he's not like yeah. just totally a dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which just is like, be like, yo, what up, Jimmy? And like, he's like, I'm Jay, man. He's like, oh, sorry. You know, I, I don't really know who um, you are. <laughs> so as it pertains to him joining the match, uh, Um, yeah. that's, uh, I'll get that formally as a drop. That's, uh, yeah. Eddie Kingston. <laughs> talking Who I about- love, by the way. That segment, if we could jump, I know we're just talking about that WWE, no, but like yeah, that no, segment, he was in, Eddie Kingston goes into this mode, which is full, like, Queens, yeah. like, uh, son, like, yelling at his, like, like somebody just, like, the cops just got his brother. He's like, Ma, Ma, the cops, they got Dominic, Ma. Yeah. They got- <laughs> yeah. Like, he has, like, a mantra he goes back to or whatever. Like, he has, like, a yeah. center line that he goes back to. So it's just like, yeah. you're sloppy, dude. Because you're sloppy, dude. Like, I feel like he's <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, he goes back. He, I was yeah. like, does he know he's on TV? Or is he? Th- no, I mean, yeah, maybe not. And I think that's what's so great about him. It's just like, look, you're my best friend. You're my shake his hand, shake his hand. What are you doing to me? Shake his hand. Uh, it was great. No, 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 no. Shake his hand. <laughs> uh, it's a guy that, like, if you're not from he's the awesome. area that we're from, you don't understand that. That's like a full genre of person. Like they're everywhere. Uh, oh, you know. man. Uh, yeah. yeah, so anyway, um, so look, we'll see where Reigns goes, uh, him joining the match. I just don't like it doesn't make sense. Like, acknowledge, like, that Heyman is teaching him how to, like, same way Cedric was like, I'm here to, like, not get beat up, so I'm joining the Hurt Business. Like, that's it. Right. Um, this ties into a Bray feud. We had a new Funhouse. The show was already good, and then it was like, the fucking Firefly Funhouse was so fucking funny this week. Um, yeah. yeah. He uh, Bray debuted a new character. It was Pasquale, the persevering parrot, who he left in the box. 
without any holes, and it died, and then he threw it to the side. It was, like, fucking as dark, and it was perfect writing. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then he debuted a new character, which was Wobbly Walrus, and it's a Paul Heyman puppet. Right. <laughs> it was like a fat walrus. It's fucking which awesome. I guess, are they going to do, like, a Fiend Reigns thing at some point? Yeah, is so that it's why like they're there? leading to that. They're probably leading to that, yeah. which is cool because Fiend can lose to Bray as long as he turn makes Reigns even darker, like he's right. done to Braun. So, like Braun this week, Braun enters the uh, underground, and you're like, oh, he's still affected by his Bray stuff. Like he's a- more angry than normal, and you're like, oh, when you wrestle the Fiend, it changes you. It's not about the title. So I feel like it's making Fiend really matter. Like when he gets his yeah. hand on you. So if he's gonna lose to Reigns. We'll still care about him because he'll leave a lasting effect on his opponent. It's not like it's right. very rare in wrestling to wrestle someone and then not just like move on with just be like, oh, now I'm on a new feud, you know? Right. Especially too, it's like if you, if the metric you're using for like a match being won is, you, you know, you pin somebody, then you won the match. But that's if you're using that metric, uh, uh, a win in a match is when you pin that person. But if you're using the metric of like, uh, have you been affected by the wrestler that you were like, how deeply did they affect you? Then the, then the fiend has not lost a match. Right. He, he, he's won all of his matches by that. Yeah. He doesn't care. Um, he calls, which is he maybe calls a more the title important a toy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. He calls it a toy. You're right. It's like, he's not worried. That's why he had a, a match against Braun in the swamp when it wasn't even for the title when Braun was the champ. Right. You know? Right. Winning to the fiend is not, I have a belt or I pinned you winning to the fiend is I've affected your, the course of the rest of your life because of how badly I disturbed your mental state. Right. Like Bray, uh, 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 Bray might care, but the fiend right. is a whole different thing, you know? Right. So yeah, I, I like that. And I just want to point out a bunch of stuff because like this week talking about the specificity and the, and the, and the, like the justifications they had in like Drew gave a backstory for his Claymore kick, which is like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, like, you know, like the writing, like it's like, Oh, he's cutting this promo. There's actually something in it. Uh, um, MVP is talking about, uh, the, um, competing, uh, completing a W nine, like speaking, you have to talk to your tax attorney to join the herd business. There's like a contract involved there. There's extra payment involved. So it was like a business transaction. Um, uh, 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 what was the other one? Oh, the, yeah. I mean, if uh, when we talk, oh, me, the money in the bank match, they like talked about. Oh, they acknowledge like if you steal the contract, uh, it's like it's not transferable. But there are is like I'll talk to my lawyer. There could be some loopholes. So it's like they're actually like cared. So that's another reason why the Reigns thing bothered me because I was like, oh, they'll, right. they'll just start that match. That doesn't matter, you know? Right, right, right. Oh, Right, like we're dealing with the the nuance of like if somebody like Zayn leaves with the IC title, is he still the champion? Where they're 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 hashing that shit out. Like that's like a fucking like it count seems like a logistical nightmare for them. You know what I mean? I, right. think, I like right. all this nuance. I think it's really good. You know? Yeah, it's funny to think about them having to like balance balance the like t- uh, title checkbook where it's like we have a title missing so we can't we don't have we can't balance this <laughs> like you know right. like when you're trying to like account for funds it's like well we have this errant titles out there somewhere we have an unbalanced title checkbook right 
Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> that is funny when you think about it. You don't want to think about it that far. That's where I draw the line. You can over-justify. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I thought all this was all, like, uh, you saw this constant of like Adam Pierce throughout it. We also they yeah. tease this new like mystery woman. There's a new like uh, 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 female superstar coming. I think Jericho spoiled it, but I didn't look. Is it, I think it's is yeah. doing the he's spoiling WWE stuff. Like he's full on like trolling and heckling like WWE. Uh, yeah, do we know who it is? Is it is it Ava Marie again? I, I don't know. Do you think it is? I think I think that's what I I had just seen some But she's some blonde dirt. now? I yeah, I think so. I, here's the thing. It's a very low chance that it's anybody I care about. Right. Yeah. You know, it's very low. Very low. Because uh, all the women wrestlers that they have all the like all the, the wrestlers that are women in the WWE uh I already care about and in AEW, there's a couple that I care about, and then I know it's so it's like I can't think of another wrestler right. that like, unless it's yeah, unless it's is it just Charlotte? Like I don't know, I don't know. No, I don't think it's Charlotte because I think they're like I think they're trying to go like sexy babe route with her. Like they've been dying. They tried to give that angle to what was her name, T- the Tennille, whatever her name. I forgot what her name was when she was a wrestler, but her name really oh Tenille. Emma. Yeah, Emma. I thought it was Emma, but I, I, the Taste of Tenille was like her, her YouTube channel. But uh, 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 they tried to give it to her. Then they gave it to Lana. And so I think they're right. trying to give someone like the diva gimmick, you know? Right. Which was Scarlet Bordeaux's kind of gimmick. So they're too busy having her play like the, the fucking Ice Witch or whatever her, <laughs> her thing is. But I don't know why, you know, they're, they're putting her with Karrion Cross, So that's where they're going with that. But so I think they're trying to get another. They're like going for like, you know, a, like the babe. You know, right. So, uh, which, by the way, there is room for that always. Of course. Like it's a real it's a reflection of like this Instagram culture. Like we do need someone who can wrestle, who can also be like, I'm a sex symbol because it's actual behavior that exists in society, which always works. When WWE is a reflection of society, it works. So it would be cool to see that done well, you know? Yeah, Um, I want to correct something or adjust something that I said. I think I think. There is a chance that I'll I'll give a shit about who it is, but it's it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna have to be really interesting for me not to just consider it like okay like a new wrestler now in the mix right away like I may you know what I mean like I could get into it later if it was like a uh, uh how depending on how the debut goes and how good of a wrestler they are but there's this chance that like that initial pop isn't gonna be much for me. Right, right, right. Well, we'll see. I have no, yeah. I have no idea. All right, couple of odds and ends before we go. Uh, Montez, amazing outfit on Raw. Yeah. Um, the guy does not belong in a tag team. No knock on the Street Profits. I like them. They seem to be unifying these tag titles, which is a smart move. They're they're headed towards that, which is smart. So I'm excited because they need one pair of tag titles and they should float between the shows, especially now. Uh, so right. we care about it. But Montez is a solo star. Um, he looks like a fucking Billy Bucks. I know that a- Angelo's lost a lot of weight. He looks a lot better. Uh, so good for him. But I just think the Street Profits thing is not clicking for whatever reason I'm on Raw. It's not their fault. It's tag wrestling at WWE just doesn't matter at all. But Montez right. like is a should right now be a solo star. I'd put him in the IC picture like right away. You know, the guy yeah. is he looks awesome. And speaking of IC picture, 
Icy Picture is the most exciting it's been in a fucking long time. And Jeff Hardy, who just signed a new big contract, his tattoos on his back are like fully filled in. Looks awesome. His face paint was, the USA face paint was so fucking cool on SmackDown, I thought. Uh, I love Jeff Hardy. I'm excited that he's, I'm happy he's not going to AEW. I like, he belongs in WWE. I like him there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if in AEW, what would he be? He would just be like, he like his brother. Like he would just be this weird artifact that like they used to throw chairs at. Yeah. I think we've passed the moment where like the two of them together, we saw it, whatever. You know, I'm happy Jeff Hardy signed a new big contract. And uh, cool. Last thing is Seth Rollins turns on on Murphy. And let me tell you, Seth Rollins, fucking Christ, man. This guy is killing it in this role as uh, the the Messiah thing. Like, he's just having killer matches. He's yelling in Murphy's face. He should never be a babyface again. Um, He's clicks into it perfectly i think he's the wrestler who's hurt the most from the quarantine i think what he'd be doing be working it is working he's getting dominic over i just want to give props to seth rollins who when he's not at the top of the card he's still fucking killing it i know he gets great booking also but he deserves it he's awesome i'm loving Mm -hmm. seth rollins um i want to see a seth rollins keith lee feud is what i would like to say Uh, yeah i mean i think that speaks to to like keith lee's how excited oh wait a minute before we sign off, uh, and this is maybe off topic, you can save this for your pod too low, but we can maybe see the conversation no, here. So. Absolutely. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Oh, you saw my, my post. Yeah, I did. Let's, let's talk about this for a second. So cool. Rhea Ripley, this is the last thing we'll say. Um, uh, 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 I got to sign off in a sec, but Rhea Ripley, yeah. I'll say this, and I'll, we will get into this more on the Patreon episode. We'll talk about, it, about all NXT, AEW. For a couple bucks a month, you get us, me talking to Tulo. Totally different fun vibe um, where we give you, we make sure we give you the full vibe on NXT, AEW. But um, yeah, Rhea Ripley, look, I think... She looks fucking like a mill right now. She looks awesome. Her match with Mercedes Martinez was the match that I was looking for. I was looking for her to have a match where she looks like an absolute killer. She hasn't been on the mic doing lackluster, boring promos like she was in the whole lead up to Charlotte where it was like, it wasn't at all menacing or scary. It was like, here's my dream to wrestle at Mania, you know, and I was worried that she was going to beat Charlotte just to put her right. over, which was a mistake. But her losing and losing in a match that felt kind of inconsequential because Mania wasn't Mania, it showed you she's a big deal. It worked out amazingly for her. And then she's got to come back, rebuild, but she still matters more from getting that rub of being in that match. That kind of didn't matter. And then we have, like, Oh, we have like that unfinished business where she can wrestle Charlotte, you know? Right. Uh, and it'll be like, here's the actual match. But I just thought she looked really strong. And it's just a vibe. I just feel like she's starting to click more for me. Um, I think her look is kind of like, I don't know, something, her look now with the blonde, bleach blonde hair, it really worked. And I just thought that was like the brutality I was looking for was in that match. Right. Now, I do gotcha. think the pendle slam is not a good move. It worked there because it's through yeah. a table. But any kind of impact that's mid-level height is not going to work for me, especially when she's that big. I would give her like a razor's yeah. edge or something killer, you know? Uh, uh, but I do think she yep. is working. She still needs a killer promo and a killer feud, but uh, I think she's close. I think she's close to getting it. And this role of her away from the title picture 
it's helping her for me uh, 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 matter more. I think she's got to be seconds away from just being on the main roster full time, right? Yeah, yeah. Would you say that she's um, was she on deck to become one of your guys? Is she in developmental? It's hard or, to say because again, uh, I, I would uh, say the status. I would say she's destined to be a star. We all know that in this company, right? Though she, I told you, I stood next to her backstage at Raw and was like, she was massive. Like I, yeah. we were actually like shoulder to shoulder, um, and I was like. I could not believe her back was so wide. So, look, she's yeah. huge. There's not a lot of women built like this, especially when you have Charlotte. You need women who could stand next to Charlotte. And if Ronda comes back and uh, Shayna or whatever, you know. So, yeah. um, uh, uh, so I, I do think that she'll get to the place there. But I, I'm not willing to put her on there yet until I see. What I'm looking for specifically at Rhea is a killer promo. I'm looking for right. a killer promo and a feud that I'm fully – Vested in, but uh, gotcha. she's on track, totally on track for me. I would say. Got it. All right. Fair enough. How do you feel? All right. Uh, let's end it there, Newman. I feel like we covered it all. We were pretty um, efficient with our time, and uh, we had a great Raw and SmackDown this week. I I, I hope you enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, oh, one last thing. I'm loving Ricochet in the booty shorts. I think it makes him look bigger, actually, weirdly. So uh, yeah. Ricochet, keep those booty shorts. Um, and uh, I do think uh, I think they got to keep stay the course. They've set up a lot of structural components here that are not making the show where you feel more vested in it. It's not just, oh, here's Corbin's music. Someone's going to wrestle Corbin. He's not happy with what's being said. They've broken out of monotony. And Retribution, they they broke away from the unsatisfying reveal by doing a pre-reveal reveal. So it's not a reveal. Right. It's not a big reveal. We know who they are. Uh, the question is just, Will we care about the wrestlers behind the masks? Um, that's what we'll see. So, I don't know. I'm digging it. But we'll talk more about AWNXT and probably more of this stuff. Because can I keep too long on task on these bonus apps? Absolutely not. So, everybody, make sure hit the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. Uh, give this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. Tell us a wrestler that is one of your guys. Uh, in the comments, and I will read it on here. Next week, I'll read the new reviews of wrestlers that are one of your guys. And check out Dan Black Attack Podcast if you want to hear us talk about the news. And, hey, this podcast, always, word of mouth is the best. Tell one friend about the podcast right now. Do it. Okay? Hey, everybody. Whew. Wrestling's back, baby. Exciting times. Everybody, uh, hit up the Raw Underground. Get your fights in. And, uh, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kiss it. <laughs> Of wrestling, I listen up Wednesday when I go to work. <laughs> this has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 